My name's Alyssa. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to Slash and Slay, a horror podcast. I'm so excited. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to talk about our topic today. Yes. I think this has been a long time coming. I think our listeners are on the edge of their seats Mm -hmm. for this one. Am I right? They really want to know our thoughts about this particular person that we're going to talk about today. Any guesses? Yell it out. Nope, you're wrong. I didn't hear anything. (laughs) No one knows. Wrong. Um, This person's a lot more famous than I thought they were. I think so, too. We were actually, well, I was watching Good Mythical Morning, as I do every morning. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Rhett and Link. I know know you're watching right now. Um, I was watching them and they were like, oh yeah, we know about this person. I was like, yeah, they know. And I was in the same room with them. So kind of, I was in the same room with Rhett and Link. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. I was once. Anyways. (laughs) So if you didn't know by the title, we um, love Good Mythical Morning. (laughs) That's what this episode is about. Uh, we are talking about Grady Hendrix, who Mm -hmm. is a American horror author. Yes, he used to be a journalist, I just found out, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. He doesn't really write like a journalist, Mm-mm, I would think. Not really. Um, but I thought it was interesting. He um, is a screenwriter as well. I've never seen any of his screenwriting things. I don't know. If, did he screenwrite My Best Friend's Exorcism? I guess. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, he's known for his um, novel Horror Store, which got him on the map kind of 2014. Mm-hmm. Um He was actually one of the founders of the New York Asian Film Festival, which is interesting, too. Didn't know about that. Um, He also won the Stoker Award for Paperbacks from Hell, which is... Isn't that like a... It's like a coffee coffee table table book book with all his, like, pictures from horror books from the 80s, -hmm. 70s, and when they kind of all had that same kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, And I've, I've been wanting that one for a while, that book. I think it'd be really cool to have... But he just like posts that on Instagram like every single day. Right. So I'm like, so I can just like, go I on can his just Instagram. Go look at it. Yeah, I can just go look at him on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but as you know, we did go and we do an go, event. Yes, we get did go try to meet him. Um, I mean, we did go. <laughs> I just gave it away. Spoiler alert. We did go to an event that he was hosting, um, in here near where we live. Yes. And let's <laughs> tell you. And um and it, it there were some hijinks involved. We'll tell you bit. about them but more. We'll, yeah. Stay tuned for that. But we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, but the point of this episode is to go through all the books that we've read mm-hmm. uh, by him and just kind of talk about them, review them. Yeah. Give us a slash, give us a slay, the usual. Um, I think we've almost read all of them. Yes, we've both read all but one. Emily tried, I tried, I tried actually to read. that. Was that his very first one or was that one after Horror Store? I think that was one was after. Okay, it was like a second. It's We Sold Our Soul. Yes. Which is like a rock and roll, satanic panic, mm-hmm. metal type thing. Which he likes to do satanic panic a lot. He does, which I guess, you know, him growing he, he up. Very, that. Yes, he, like, he, he really does kind of do a lot of 80s sort of 80s 70s 60s yes. vibes yes which i really like because i like those 
eras. They say write what you know, and mm-hmm. a lot of his books are set in, where is it? South Carolina? Yeah. No. Charleston. Oh. Yeah, South yeah. Carolina. <laughs> Charleston. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, South Carolina. Um, a, a lot of them are have reference to that or something like that. So um, I think that's really helpful. He grew up there, South Carolina, obviously. And so there's that. There's 80s, 70s mm-hmm. vibes. Also stuff that he knows, what he grew up in. And um, I don't know. There's like a, an interwoven type feeling I get yes. with it's, all it's his all novels. It's all very the same style. He very like, he keeps to, it's a very like him style, which I think is really great mm-hmm. uh, for an author and for a horror, a horror author um, to have just sort of the same like overall feel. It's like you know what books. you're going to get. Yeah. For the Good most part. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, you know what you're going to get. Um, I do really enjoy his his writing for the most part mm-hmm. um, as a style of writing. Yeah. I think it's very like digestible and immersive. I can always like see these books being very cinematic in a way. And I think his I think background that makes helps sense. too. Yeah. yeah. Being a screenwriter. Um, yeah. So that's something that I really do enjoy about reading his novels and stuff. Um I had, I had like heard about him for a while, but I wasn't really reading horror and I didn't really know any like popular horror authors that are releasing books like right now. Mm -hmm. I think he was really my first like first introduction into it. Toe. Yeah. Into into like mod. It's like modern horror. I would say it's modern horror, even though it does delve into the past. Yeah. It is is modern horror. I do really like how it's like, you can kind of say they're all horror comedies in a yeah. way because they're a little yeah. goofy, little schlocky, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, there are some, like, very serious topics that it can yes. deal with, too. Yeah. Like, grief. Uh, a lot of grief. They talk about mm-hmm. grief a lot. Um, kind of finding yourself. A lot of coming of age type things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think his books would be good for dipping your toe into modern yeah, horror for sure, too. I think everybody should give at least one of them a try. But yeah. we're here to tell you which ones. Which ones we read and what we thought about them. Yeah. So we're just going to list what which ones we've read and what we're going to talk about today. So that would be Horror Store, My Best Friend's Exorcism, The Final Girl Support Group, The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires, and How to Sell a Haunted House. The one we are not mentioning is well we're mentioning it but <laughs> we're not talking about it is we sold our soul yes and i'll tell you my my initial thoughts I've, i'm listening to it on audiobook and i'm like two hours in mm-hmm. maybe i'll finish it because i got it for free yeah i started it i read the first page and said we're just not like metal music girls if you can't tell yeah. we don't listen to a lot of we don't metal. Listen to metal we love taylor swift we love taylor swift <laughs> yeah um so it's just not our not our thing but we'll see we'll talk about it um let's talk about horror store first okay, that was his first novel his first novel it came out september 13th 2014 which i think it's so weird when i find out books like came out right that long ago when i'm like i have no idea it doesn't f- uh, yeah i didn't know uh, the first book i ever noticed of his was the final girl su- support group mm. um i think mine was southern book club because the he had an event at the same place that we went to events. So we had another event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. An author's coming. And I was like, I have no idea what this no is. Idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So apparently he's been Doing writing for since a while. 2014. 
Um, I'll read a short synopsis. Sure. Um, so it actually is pretty cool because it's looks like a catalog, like a coffee table book. So mm-hmm. it looks like a Ikea knockoff catalog book. And there's like pictures and little like instructions and the instructions progressively get creepier. Yeah. Um, but so it's felt really- very normal. And then. Yes. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, so something strange is happening at the Orsk Furniture Superstore in Cleveland, Ohio. Every morning, employees arrive to find broken. <laughs> Some, uh, what, what is a, it? It's not Swedish. Cause it's yeah, like, Swedish. Is it Swedish still? I thought it was like. I don't know. It's still Swedish. A Swedish name bookshelf. Kierjing bookshelves. Shattering glands, water goblets, and smash. <laughs> Lira Pip. Lear pit. Yeah, that's it. Wardrobes. Sales are down. Security cameras reveal nothing and store managers are panicking. To unravel the mystery, three employees volunteer to work a nine-hour dusk-till-dawn shift. In the dead of the night, they'll patrol the empty showroom floor, investigate strange sights and sounds, and encounter horror that defy the imagination. Really cool concept. It really is. It was a really cool concept. I was really excited for this one. Yes. I was too. I This was read like way after... I had read the other ones. Yeah, so, I read we we read this like what last month? Two months yeah, ago? Yeah, not very long ago. Not right very right long before ago. the release of of How to Sell on It. Yeah, so in January. Mm-hmm. Um we read it. I actually did an audiobook with this one. Did you do audiobook? No, I read it. Okay. I was so confused the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you were confused, right? I was yes. Okay, that validated me. Yes. So I was like, maybe I just wasn't listening. No, I was confused. And in the um obviously in the book, uh there's like pages like each kind of part is represented by a different like piece of furniture um or whatever which is really cool and like i said it's it's very cool that it it he describes it like an ikea pretty much and they even mention ikea i do like how they did that not trying to like say that oh this is ikea but it's like the competition of ikea which i did like yeah i did like that too that they were like we're a ripoff of ikea and they just straight up said it Mm -hmm. you're like yeah cool love that um the thing that I have a problem with is I was not rooting for anybody. I did no. not care about anybody. Like the main character was so low stakes. She was yeah. just a girl. She's like, just kinda wah, wah. Yeah. She was like I was like, just work. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like she didn't want to do her job. She didn't want to she which didn't like, have any ambition, which is fine. But like, I'm not going to mope around and make everybody's problem. Like, I feel the same way. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make everyone's problem. Um, I also, their, like their um, volunteer shift that they did, that's illegal. Right. Yeah. That made me mad too. I was like, you cannot do that. It was like right after their other shift. Like it was like, conti- let's can just continue. And the manager the was shift. literally paying them. From his own pocket. Yeah. To, to find, find out, squatters. To find out what, like, why there was stuff happening in the store overnight. They would come in the next morning and there would be, like, was, like, poop on the thing. And there was, like, just, like, all sorts of stuff happening. So they wanted to stay overnight and investigate what was going on. And I didn't understand, like, the manager, they are trying to make him, like, super unlikable and super just, like, the strict guy. But then... He kind of was the only one that knew what was going on and, like, had a yeah. game plan. He kind of reminded me of um, Fantastic Land, the manager in Fantastic Land, oh. who didn't know. Like, he was like, yeah, everybody respects me. And then, right. yeah. like, obviously not. Yeah. Um, 
they end up like going around the showroom and things start getting a little weird which i liked at first like mm-hmm. i was like oh it's just like you're like you're like wondering what are they gonna find they're like what i get lost the... and you're like yeah. me too and ikea mm-hmm. i get lost too if you don't follow the exact path but they're like we're literally following it and we're looking at ourselves on the camera and we're standing here but we're actually here and it just starts getting a little freaky and they find these two other employees that had snuck in and they want to make a paranormal show yeah. for some reason it, it kind of mixed like kind of i don't know i feel like it kind of mixed genres a little bit i don't know like i don't know what it was trying to yeah do it all Mm -mm. to be honest it didn't scare me no it was a little boring and there yes there was and there was like the villain was not clearly defined it was like it's it's maybe a ghost it's maybe a ghost. It's maybe because like, ancient burial ground demons. This, pl- or this place was like a prison. Once. Oh right, right. And so it was this prison guard, who and there are all these souls of prisoners that were trying to keep them there. But and it didn't be fit. Like, it didn't fit with like the furniture theme. I don't. I know. guess it's supposed to be like commentary on like you know working, working for large for, yeah. corporations and, and stuff like that, which prisoner. I get, but don't make it like it was. T- I don't know. I don't know. It was very. Very confusing. Very confusing. And the final fight, I have no idea what happened. I, no. I could not tell you. Uh, I, I don't understand. They got they kept getting captured and then tortured and then like let go. And then and they were then stuck t- in and something. Were, like, and there was water. And I was like, where'd the water come from? And how'd and they why? get stuck? And, and then the other people just kind of kept disappearing. And so two of the characters make it out. And then there's this whole like media hubbub of like that there was a flood and that's kind of how they pass it off. And then the store gets turned into like a different kind of store, like a baby store. Yeah. And then the two characters want to go back in to try and save the other people. But I was like, why? Yeah. I was like, okay. There was no, like there wasn't a strong enough bond that happened. Cause they really like all hated each other. They all, they didn't like each other and they never like reconciled that. They never, it was just like, we're going to have a seance in here and do this show and they all got split up and it was they were all each on their own like journey and they never really worked Band together together so like, or anything no why i mean not to be like i don't <laughs> want to save anyone but like why would you want to go yeah. back in there i don't think that's i have a little love hate with it the ending of a lot of his books is he'll take you forward a bit and you're like oh like you kind of see their lives afterwards mm-hmm. and you're like oh they kind of just like stayed the same yeah you know which is like it's, you don't really get to see that in like horror true. movies and stuff you you see them initially and they have like this you know their blood's pumping and they're like oh my gosh you know my mm-hmm. life's changed and then he takes you a few years forward and, and it's like they're kind of back to what they were doing before which is Kind of, I think, more realistic. Oh yeah, than this. But it just makes me mad. Change, like, just change, you know. And it's just not what most people yeah. would probably do. Um. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't even really like the ending of this one, just because of that. It took me a while ambiguous. to finish it. Yeah. I think it took me like a week to finish it, and which, it's really short. Yeah, it's not that long. I think it was like four hours. I just kept kind of putting it off. Yeah. So for me, I'm sorry, but it was a slash. It's a slash for me as well. And when we say slash, we mean, we mean don't, we mean we don't recommend. Yeah. 
We don't recommend. It's an unrecommend. An unrecommend. <laughs> a slash. But sometimes like a movie can be a slash, but it's like we like it, but it's like scary. You know what I mean? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's too meaningful. But in you this just case, have to guess which one I'm talking right. about. <laughs> in this case, this one we don't recommend. Don't recommend it. horror store. Mm-hmm. But I feel bad for saying that because he tried. <laughs> I hate. Well, I hate hey, hating on things. Hey, it got him on the map. Okay. Right. It got him in the door to write his others so mm-hmm. it's fine okay it's fine he's not listening to this what, what if he does okay <gasps> if he does hi i'll be like can you please wait no we're gonna say it later <laughs> no I don't. no like- spoilers <laughs> yes moving on to the next book which is my best friend's exorcism i feel like okay hold let me tell you when it was released may 17th 2016 We've kind of run this book. We've beat it. The story into the yeah. ground. So don't worry. If you've listened to our previous um, conversations about this, we'll make it this quick. Yes. But here is a synopsis for those of you who don't know. The year is 1988. High school sophomores Abby and Gretchen have been best friends since fourth grade. But after an evening of skinny dipping goes disastrously wrong, Gretchen begins to act different. She's moody. She's irritable. And bizarre incidents keep happening whenever she's nearby. Abby's investigation leads her to something startling. And by the time their story reaches its terrifying conclusion, the fate of Abby and Gretchen will be determined by a single question. Is their friendship powerful enough to beat the devil? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've talked about this one a lot. Yeah, we did a whole episode on this. Episode two... If you haven't listened, go listen. We did. We reviewed the book and we talked about the movie. We kind of just did book versus movie. Mm -hmm. Which was his first movie thing to be made into a movie. Yes. First thing. thing. (laughs) First thing. First thing. Book movie to be made into a movie. (laughs) Um, This was the second book of his that I read. I think I read the first one and then I read this one. Yeah. I think this was my second book as well. Mm hmm. Um. We I like mean, it. We, yeah. I love the 80s references. We love the friendship dynamics. Um, and I just think it was, it's like a really, in the book, it's a really good ensemble of characters. Yes. There's stuff, you know, that we don't like and things that fell short. But overall, for me, it's a slay. It was a really fun time. I think um, the characters you like, they're likable. Like you mm-hmm. root for them. M- most every character you root for them in yeah. some way. And they're th- it's a little slow at the beginning but once you get into it it's like very fast paced yeah. and um it's very it's like gives that like they always compare it jennifer's body meets mean girls kind of yeah so mm-hmm. it's that same vibe yeah um i think it's definitely a slay i like it i've recommended it to several people now the movie you know we don't that one's we, a slash. That's a slash all the <laughs> a way. A huge slash. Back to where bad, that little bad. goblin came from. <laughs> that slash. <sighs> okay, let's move on to one that we haven't really talked about too much, which Mm-mm. is surprising because we really enjoyed this one. Um, and that is the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. This one came out April 7th, 2020, which was the start of quarantine. And I, that's how I remember how I first heard about Grady Hendrix was the bookstore where I used to live was having an event and it was a virtual event with him. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, I don't know anything about this, but the cover's really pretty. And that's kind of 
all I knew about it. And then I haven't read it until last year. Anyway, I will give a short synopsis. Go for it. Patricia Campbell's life has never felt smaller. Her husband is a workaholic. Her teenage kids have their own lives. Her senile mother-in-law needs constant care, and she's always a step behind on her endless to-do list. The only thing keeping her sane is her book club, a close-knit group of Charleston women united by their love for true true crime. At these meetings, they're as likely to talk about the Manson family as they are about their own families. One evening after book club, Patricia is viciously attacked by an elderly neighbor, bringing the neighbor's handsome nephew, James Harris, into her life. James is well-traveled and well-read, and he makes Patricia feel things she hasn't felt in years. Mm. But when children on the other side of town go missing, their deaths written off by local police, Patricia has reason to believe James Harris is more of a Bundy than a Brad Pitt. The real problem? James is a monster of a different kind, and Patricia has already invited him in. Little by little, James will insulate himself into... Patricia's life and try to take everything she took for granted, including the book club. But she won't surrender without a fight in this blood-soaked tale of neighborly kindness gone wrong. And it is often referred to or compared to Steel Magnolias meets Dracula, which I think that, that is hits the nail on. It is hits perfect. The, how do you say it? It's the nail on the head. That's what, that's how you say it. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's the nail on the head. It's the nail on the that head. That makes sense, but it sounds weird to me. <laughs> okay, it's the nail on the head. Um, this book is like full. Oh yes, this full book, of so much. This book is. Are you gonna cry? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love this book. This book is like in my top of like horror books. I agree. Because I agree. It, it, really it is does. in your top. <laughs> <laughs> it's also in my top that's what i'm trying to say i was told to read this by someone who will not be named bleep it anyway <laughs> and uh he just said read it and so i just like got it and i read it and it it changed my life no, not really. it it's did not change not a lot of my like reading like outlook on reading mm-hmm. and horror um because at the end of the day Horror especially is a commentary and a reflection mm-hmm. of our society. society at the time. And this one, especially this is like Southern from the perspective of a housewife where they are expected to shut up and mm-hmm. have the perfect house, take care of the children, take do everything husband, and, and take care of everything. And seen have, and not heard. Yeah. And have no personality mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, And this lady is like, giving her all for this for her family for her lifestyle you know of her community everything and she's just overwhelmed and i really like how it starts off with she's going to like the book club and they're reading some pretentious book Uh and she's like she has to present on it and she's like she she did not read it at (laughs) all and she's like listing all the stuff that she had to do and she just like 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 looked up stuff about it and like that was it yeah and um they call her out on it one of the ladies calls her yeah and then that's when they're like you know what let's just do our own book club and they do trashy um true crime and all the men are like, like I can't yeah, believe it. They like make fun of them yeah. for it and stuff. The men in this are all horrible. Terrible. The There's not a worst. single character, the worst character that's redeemable. No, they all. all suck. Mm-hmm. Even the son, even the little even like the son is horrible. Kid, yeah, or ten, however old he was, horrible. Actually, this I, that reminded me that this book, 
takes place over a like a long time oh yeah Mm -hmm. like years and years yeah oh yeah because at the very beginning there you know she's establishing she's really busy a mom of young kids they go to the book club and then it fast forwards and they are really good friends they have this book club that's been going on for years now and all their husbands are friends now um and they've established their friendship and then um they meet every week and she's just like you know i'm happy with that um and then like the synopsis says something goes a little weird weird when james harris comes and if I remember correctly, that spans quite a while, too, of him being there. Yes. And, like, and him kind of infiltrating himself into their lives with the husband and her. Yes. And there is, like, some, like, sexual tension that's happening. And as a reader, you're even, like, I mean, you know, obviously, he's going to be end up being the villain. But at the same time, he's showing her this attention and you feel bad for her. And her yes. husband's awful. So you're, like, okay, like, get it. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I think it's so interesting how they present him as like a charismatic serial killer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, girl, how many times have you read Helter Skelter yeah. or like the monster beside me? You should know mm-hmm. a serial killer when you see one. Right. He like acts like that and he like wins her trust and then asks for money. Like that is yeah. so and like asks for it in a secret bank account. Mm-hmm. And that is so serial. And she's just like, oh, he needs help. Yeah. Because he's so charismatic and attractive and But she's also the first one to realize that something is awry with this man. Yes. And Oh my gosh, the amount of gaslighting. And mm-hmm. I usually I hate books Where when they, they don't, don't believe, believe the main character. Mm-hmm. Because you're like you You're like, Oh my gosh, can you not yes, understand? So can you not see? And it, this did make me angry, but it wasn't yes. in like it worked though. Yeah, it wasn't in the way that I'm like, I wanna throw this book across the room and it was because it. i love her so much yes. that i wanted to she was an actually a like a very likable character very likable and the other characters around her even like the really like snooty like lady i really liked her too because he gave her like a backstory and meaning mm-hmm. and she wasn't just snooty just to be snooty because yeah. he understands like he he gave all of these women a kind of stereotypical southern yes like character yeah. characteristic mm-hmm. Which I guess he pulls from, right? His own living life. in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the something else interesting is this one was supposed to be a kind of spinoff from my best friend's exorcism, because he was like, I wanted to do one on the parents' perspective of something happening, oh, like that. In because yeah. it's around the same time. It's like a little bit before my mm-hmm. best friend's exorcism would happen, um, right? Because yeah, and then it goes into like the early two thousands, I think. Right? Oh, so this one's a little after. That's what I meant. Well, like it goes into, like it starts in like the yes, 80s yes, yes, yes. and then goes into the mm-hmm. 2000s. Yes, yes. Um, it's, I just like, I would just wish I could be like, just read it. Like, just read it. It's so good. <laughs> just read it. It just really is very good. Mm-hmm. It's very, very descriptive. Yes. That one part in the attic. Yes. And, and honestly, it did scare me. Yes. And it, I was it scared. takes a lot for a book to scare me. Mm-hmm. And there were, moments it was just so visceral it was so the way he wrote like the fear and like things happening that you can't control in your like outside of your body but you're trying to be quiet like because those things like in movies when someone's trying to be quiet yes or like when i'm playing or watching one of those video games it's like if you have to be quiet it's it's the scariest thing yeah it's actually hard um i think even with 
like the actual villain and the monster mm-hmm. when he was describing like the monster becoming yeah. a monster i could actually like visualize that mm-hmm. which is sometimes difficult for me when people are like oh it grew ahead or whatever right. not that that happened but i'm like what like yeah. what are you talking about mm-hmm. um but it was very descriptive and again very cinematic i would love to see this yes. as a movie oh my gosh or a tv show who would be our dream cast oh, oh. reese witherspoon yeah, honestly, <laughs> so good. honestly, her as the main character, as Patricia. And Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt or like, um, so I feel like someone a little, like someone oh, younger. younger. Oh, I don't know. Okay, the dad from Twilight. For, as what? As James. Um, <laughs> no. When he was younger, maybe. maybe when he was I just younger. think he was blonde hair. I can see him as a husband. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The husband. Ugh, we hate the husband. Um. Again, this has a little time jump ending that is not like like, you know she just kind of is like living her life she change it it changes it's like kind of it's not sad it's not happy it's just like oh this thing changed i lived through this and i'm living through it i'm Mm -hmm. going about my day which i think is very interesting too and good yes i think it's good (laughs) i think it's good so obviously this book is a sleigh for me a sleigh 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 sleigh. all the way sleigh all day i love this one also can we just like the cover it's so pretty yes it is so beautiful for our listeners the cover is like uh it's like it's like peaches right it's like peaches it's like southern from, peaches like, southern with these peaches. like bite marks out of it with blood running down i love it's the very font. simple because like that's the only one that just this one peach that has the um blood in it because there's one bad peach one in bad. the crop that's it oh you know what else they they comment on um like the low income neighborhoods oh, and yeah. black neighborhoods mm-hmm. in oh yeah s- like being completely ignored because mm-hmm. the villain is and actually targeted. yes targeted the mm-hmm. villain is taking from that family and they are freaking out and then of course down the street is this white neighborhood and yeah. they are completely fine they're just chilling literally with the villain mm-hmm. chilling with the chilling with the villain <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was really interesting too. That's what I mean by this book is like packed yeah. with so much like reference and symbolism and And it actually commentary. comes through. Yes. It comes through. And it doesn't come through in like a shove it in your face kind of way either, which I like. Yes. It doesn't. Yeah. It comes through subtly, but also very effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very good. Huge yes. like. We recommend. We recommend. What was the next one? All right, let's get into the next one, which is the Final Girls Support Group, which came out July 13th, 2021. Let me give a little synopsis. Synopsis. Lynette Tarkington is a real-life final girl who survived a massacre. For more than a decade, she's been meeting with five other final girls and their therapists in a support group for those who survived the unthinkable, working to put their lives back together. Then one woman misses a meeting and their worst fears are realized. Someone knows about the group and is determined to rip their lives apart again piece by piece. But the thing about Final Girls is that no matter how bad the odds, how dark the night, how sharp the knife, they will never, ever give up. (sighs) I audiobooked this one too. I think I read this one. Did I? That's how how much I... Maybe I did. That's I tried to I shove this one before 
Yeah, we tried to watch. Uh, watch. We tried to binge. get this one in before the his newest one, How to Sell a Haunted House. What were your thoughts? Um, <laughs> great. Concept. Again, a great concept. He has. He really does have really good concepts. I genuinely thought this was his first novel. Because I was like, this person's the, still finding their footing and writing. Yeah, that's what I felt like too. I thought it was definitely. I thought it was definitely earlier on. Yes, I had no idea until today that it was twenty twenty one. Same, and same. I was like, actually, that makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. The fact that it came after a Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires, which is a yeah. little masterpiece, yeah. and then I thought it was. I definitely thought it was before, and yes, I. It really makes it worse that it's. After. It makes it so much sorry, worse. Sorry, just does. um. It's definitely not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like young, younger girls. And they're like, man, like we went through this. Or like early 20s. Yeah, early 20s. And that's younger. Which is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my early it 20s. Is, it is. I know. I didn't mean that it's not. Okay. They're old in this. They're. Yes. They're in their 50s. Yeah. They're old. 40s. Late they're 40s. Old 50s. final okay. girls. They're like really, really, really like old. Decrepit. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're Which older. I'm like fine with. And I think it it could have maybe because it came after Southern Book Club. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he should have just gone back to younger. Yeah. But whatever. I just realized he has he ever written from the perspective of a man? No. And he says, I think there's an interview where he says he doesn't. He won't. Okay, he good won't. for that's fine like, with me. Okay. I like it. He, like, he says he doesn't like men. He likes women. <laughs> he How interesting. to women. Okay. So. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I What I thought it was going to be was like young girls getting together and they're really good friends because they went through this together. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they have different personalities and you can kind of tell which one is. It kind of reminds me of there was this movie called Vicious Fun. Mm-hmm. Vicious Fun. And it was a support group for, like, um, horror characters. So it was, like, okay. but it was, like, you know, knockoff. Like, obviously, yeah. there was the Michael Myers. Obviously, there was the, you know, mm-hmm. so on and so on. Um, and they were all kind of, like, they would, like, rub each other. But they would still. They would rub no. each other. <laughs> like, you know, they'd rub each other the wrong way. But they were still friends. Yeah. And, you know, they're, like, oh, yeah, we're killers Mm -hmm. i thought it was gonna be like that like they were kind of friends they all didn't like each other yeah they did not like each other at all i also Um, feel like they didn't have any clear personality traits one of them was rich yeah one of them was paranoid one -hmm. of them was in a wheelchair and that was like their personality right and i feel like was like he does such a good job in southern book club of having kind of archetypes but also fleshing them out and to me there was neither of that here. No. Like, this, I would have taken one or the other, but... It kind of felt like a fever dream because it went really fast, but also, like... Nothing happened. Yeah. What's happening? It, like, hap- it happened over a day, which forced mm-hmm. it to go fast. Yeah. Um, But the the main character, I don't like her. Don't... Not redeemable. She's kind of a bad person. Yeah. She's, she's, she's kind of horrible. And she's kind of horrible. I, I don't know if it sounds bad to say I don't really understand paranoia no uh, to the extreme that it is like some of the other girls seem to have uh, okay maybe that's like a conversation we shouldn't get into about like trauma and how it affects you um but to me it was very like 
you could tell she was like trying to be like Laurie Strode and Halloween. Yeah. Um, what is it? Halloween kills mm-hmm. or Halloween. Whenever yes. she, yeah. When she's in the cycle when she's like in her, no, the, um, oh. the 2018, she's like, you know, oh, her I own compound. Okay. Well, she's in like a compound. Okay. And it's like that. Like you're like, girl, calm down, mm-hmm. like chill, which I guess maybe they shouldn't. Cause they did come back, but whatever. Anyway, it didn't, it I didn't, didn't like her. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't. I didn't like her at all um, either. It was very confusing. The urgency was like very weak. Mm-hmm. It was there, but it was very weak. Yeah. Because it was like, why? Like, why are you, why are you doing this? She like made no logical decisions. No. Not one. Mm-mm. No. And she like, but she prided herself on being such a logical person. Mm-hmm. no i didn't like it also like i wish that they had kind of told each of the survivors the final girls stories a little bit more because mm-hmm. i was getting confused about what happened to who yeah me too they would really reference it in like movie reviews of like the movies that they made about these girls and interviews yes. like that and i just like i was like well, i don't understand what happened to her it was very immediate like they were talking about how the media portray them and yeah. not like what happened, which is what was the interesting part to yeah, me. Yeah, I guess the, the, the kind of the, that commentary on that, which was probably the only interesting part, but I, I wanted to know what actually happened to each girl. I yeah. kind of wish that they didn't, it didn't just focus on one character, that maybe it could have been multi POV. Yes, I agree. Which they did at the end. They brought in one of the girls is her point of view at the end. But it was like too late. I didn't even realize that. Probably, I was probably (laughs) like, "What is going on?" That's probably why I got so confused. Probably. Well, I was listening on audiobook, and I was like, "What? Like, what are you talking about?" Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's why I was confused. Um, but I don't know. The villain at the end, I was like, "Okay, yeah, saw it coming." (laughs) In a way. Um, Yeah. It was. It was one of those like, really like the last, the least person you would suspect. Yeah. Is actually it? But I was like, "What's the?" point like there didn't seem to be a point to me it was like a scream reveal like a scream movie Mm -hmm. where you're like it was all right but it wasn't like they were trying to be fun yeah it wasn't like they were trying to be fun it was just very lackluster Mm -hmm. let me down but a lot of people really really liked this book Really? I didn't look at yes. reviews or anything. Um, just from what I like her I mean it's a lot of people's first books that they mm-hmm. book that they read of him. I think this one like really put him on the map. More than Southern Book Club, more than my best really? friend. I really think it did. Okay. I think this is what um I just, it seemed to me this was the first book I ever heard of by him. Okay. And I just remember the like cuz I'm I'm on like writer um mm-hmm. Twitter. And so, and I'm on specifically horror writer t- Twitter. So there was just like a lot of talk about this book and him and stuff hmm. at that time. Um, and so like a lot of people really loved it and teach their own, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. Now I feel bad. Maybe I should try <laughs> I mean, again. it's okay. It's okay that we don't like it. I mean. It made me feel better that you didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess we personally slashed that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry cool concept try again yeah try that one again just, just try it just do a, do another yes another. um i guess it's time to get into the moment we've all been waiting for for a long time yeah. 
for months and months and months months. months. it's been like two months yeah aren't y'all on the edge of your seats about how we went to an event that grady hendrix was at we did so for the release of how to sell a haunted house um which came out january 17th of this year yes uh i ordered it on amazon personally (laughs) i ordered um oh i got tagged actually in instagram several people tagged me and were like there's an event going on and i saw that it was at my favorite bookstore of all time and i was like oh my gosh and grady hendrick's gonna be there and you get to have your copy of how to sell haunted house signed so i was like oh my gosh that's awesome so i called i pre-ordered i was like Alyssa, we're going Mm-hmm. Clear I said, your schedule. Amazon. Yeah. I'm Amazon got my it. book. I got, got it. it. And then I think the event was the 28th, if I remember correctly, um, Honestly, of January. Can't remember. So I didn't get my book oh, yeah. until then, but yours came in before. Mine came in like a week before. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the event was about three hours away, mm-hmm. give or take, with stops. Um, so we loaded up our car mm-hmm. and we got there. We got there an hour early, actually. Was it just an hour early or was it more than that? might have been more than that. I can't remember. About an hour, if not earlier, hour mm-hmm. and a half early so we could find parking and mm-hmm. we had to walk. So we got there and I got my copy. You had your copy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like not really that many people. I mean, people, there. they had a whole display set up and people yes. were coming in to get their book. I mean, it was kind of like, I was like, okay, like, um, I think there'll be a decent amount of people, but yeah. not not too many because i mean come on it's just like it's just great i mean it's just a horror author just a horror author who cares um so we were like yeah let's go get coffee like who cares and so we go and then when we come back we're like oh my god there were so many people people. we were being like literally herded like sheep Mm -hmm. we got in we just like we're like okay let's just get in this line we didn't know we didn't know what the line was for i thought it had already i kind of thought he was already in there and they were gonna they were just it was getting ready to go do it and we're like all right we're gonna get this taken care of yeah and so get out of there there's no chairs Mm-mm. it's in an old abandoned not abandoned obviously <laughs> not it's in an old it's abandoned no decrepit one. building mm-hmm. um no no new, exits no exit but no fire exits no if there had been a fire that would have been illegal that would have we would have uh, died yes because we were right smack in the middle. We were in the middle. We there were a like lot of books. There were records. Very crammed together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so hot. People were literally like taking their shoes off because it was so hot, which mm-hmm. is gross. But they were. Um, we got there, what, like 30, 45 minutes before the event was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. Like seven. And we got in our little spot and we waited and waited and we're sweating and it was mm-hmm. horrible. And they had told us, they said that... Um, they hadn't we didn't know this before that that he was going to be doing like a presentation he was going to be talking for a while and discussing before he did the signing i didn't know that at least maybe they i kind of just took everything emily said so i didn't i can't can't remember if they said that or not but i you know i think they did say that they were going to have like a little presentation but i was like oh 15 minutes yeah or like a little q a fun awesome been great terrific would have been perfect but that's not what happened so we waited 45 minutes it was very hot uh i thought i was going to pass out several times um there were it, it was uh just very crowded like we were towards the 
we were towards like the middle, but I couldn't see, I couldn't see anything. People were dropping like flies sitting Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was rough. I could not see. I couldn't see the screen very yeah, well. I could like, see a little bit because I'm taller. Yeah, I could not see the screen. I couldn't see anything. Um, he finally gets out there after about an hour waiting, 45 minutes of waiting. And he goes through this presentation for his book, How to Sell a Haunted House. Now, <laughs> having, I want to I be kind. Having since read this book, mm-hmm. it makes the presentation worse. Yes. The presentation was just all like the history of haunted house stories Mm -hmm. literally starting like before charles dickens before like before what's it called christmas carol like Uh before all of that through time Mm -hmm. so in literature and like ones that were you know rumored to be true stuff like that yes and he would do like some funny ones he was like really trying to be funny and maybe if i had watched it and i wasn't sweating yeah. buckets i would think it was funny maybe there were seats <laughs> maybe if i could see maybe it would have been funny to me it was i was oh, in I pain was my feet were hurting it was a little cringy um he liked to talk about sexual ex- sexual ghosts a lot yes a lot um it's fine sir funny it's fine funny i just um i don't know it just didn't especially since having read the book which I know it says how to sell haunted house is surprisingly not about not a lot about selling no, a house. So it really isn't or the history of haunted houses or the house being haunted in general. Um, so I was very confused. I would have loved if even if he talked about, which we'll get into later, like the history of puppeteering yeah. or something. If you wanted to give me a history lesson, right. like give me a history about that or give me like, even just talk about how you came up with the con. I don't know for me, cause I'm like a writer. So like, that's kind of what I wanted, what I was expecting. And I guess not everyone would be interested in that, but I wanted to know like how he came up with this concept, how he got into writing, even stuff like that, just like a Q and a, or, um, talk about how this, this book came to be and said, it was literally just about other people's books, yes. other people's stories that they wrote. And which he really does like to do that on Instagram, like paperback, yeah, which um, is, horror, which paper, is horror, great, horror, but whatever. so it had been like an hour and a half at this point that we'd been standing in this room and it was horribly stuffy, like not even hot. It was just like hard to breathe. So stuffy. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be dramatic either. Like yeah. literally it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so the presentation finally ends. No, it doesn't. It didn't end. It never ended. It's no, still going on right now. It's still going on right now. No, it was. Um, oh, I had to go to the bathroom. Left. I had to go. It just kept going. It kept going. And I kept thinking, okay, this is going to be the like last one he's going to talk about. And then we're going to move on. We're going to start the signing or it's going to be over. And so Emily left to go to the bathroom. It kept, it kept. And then he started launching into another story. And I asked, I cannot do this anymore. So I dipped out, had to go around all these people. The people were like in the, because there were people standing through the, the only exit. There were so many people. Oh, I guess there were two exits. But in the main exit, there were, there were so many people standing on 
the little ramp to go down and they looked so pissed that I was trying to get through. Like, let me out. Yeah. I'm like, please let me out of here. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. So we got out and met up with me Mm -hmm. and then we were walking. Well, you want to see (laughs) guys, we did not get to meet Grady. We did not meet. We did not stay because we chickened out. No, not really. We didn't. I didn't chicken um, out. I we were out. so. We also had a three-hour drive to still re- back, and it was raining. Back. Like it was kind of raining. It was already dark. I saw the bottom half of his legs <laughs> through the window yes. when I went like this. Mm-hmm. We went by because this was maybe again another fifteen minutes later after we met up, made our decision about what we were going to do, and we started to walk back to the car. We had to walk by the windows, and. He was still talking. He was still talking. About the same thing. Yeah, I forgot we didn't stay till the end. Um, no, because no. they were like, okay, as soon as it's ending, we're gonna take a thirty-minute break, and then mm-hmm. he'll start and signing. Then he'll start signing. And I was like, it's like there's no way. No, I actually reached out to some friends that I had that were at the event, um, too, that live in that area, and I was like, I like I do not know how y'all stayed. Like I had to leave. I couldn't do it. And they're like, yeah, I got mine signed at one a.m. Mm. Like 1 a.m. and it was like three hours that yeah. they waited in line. This was just waiting in line. Yeah, because we that could have been even more because we, we uh, left at like, like nine something. Yeah, if not even before that. Like, yeah, maybe they could maybe even eight. maybe eight thirty eight. Yeah. yeah, actually, I think it was eight because the place I went to the restroom in closed at eight, and I was like, oh, can I use your <laughs> restroom? Um, but yeah. Anyway, we didn't get to meet him. We didn't get to meet him. But I mean, we got our books. We did. We got our books. It w- was a story to tell. Um, I, the one thing I will say is I was actually very happy to think about the fact that a horror author was so well loved by like, oh yeah, people as an aspiring one myself. Yeah. I mean, like I would sit for three, <laughs> I would stand for three, for three hours, hours in that room just to get to meet me. Just to see you. And if you just did a horrible presentation, I would say you did so good. <laughs> Thank you. I would never. Okay, I'm sorry. I would never do that. I would never do a PowerPoint presentation. I will give him my notes on, on his mm-hmm. PowerPoint. I'll be like, let's lose the, let's lose that let's one. Let's lose the, like, I know you're a writer and I know you have a lot of words in your heart. I just wanted to see but... what research he did for this book. Yes. Because there's no way he knows about this stuff. Real estate, researching. I mean, obviously he told us about the research he did about haunted houses, but like he could have done one. But why did he need that research? Yeah, he could have done. But he could have done one. He could have given us one. He could have given us um, some research about real estate. Uh, He could have given us some research about puppets, puppets, and puppeteering because that was the main, really the main thing. Not even that it was. I don't know. No, it's like it's literally like not even okay. Anyway, let's let's get into let's how to sell haunted the, house. Let's get into the book. Do you want to read, read the synopsis? When Louise finds out her parents have died, she dreads going home. She doesn't want to leave her daughter with her ex and fly to Charleston. She doesn't want to deal with her family home stuffed to the rafters with the remnants of her father's academic career and her mother's lifelong obsession with puppets and dolls. She doesn't want to learn how to live with the two people who knew and loved her best in the world. Oh, live without, sorry, (laughs) live without the two people who knew and loved her best in the world. 
Most of all, she doesn't want to deal with her brother, Mark, who never left their hometown, gets fired from one job after another, and resents her success. Unfortunately, she'll need his help to get the house ready for sale because it'll take more than some new paint on the walls and clearing out a lifetime of memories to get this place on the market. But some houses don't want to be sold, and their home has other plans for both of them. Ooh. <laughs> We went into this one with very low, low expectations. Ex- we didn't even, we put off reading it for what, like several weeks? Yeah. A month, maybe? Yeah. And I finally was like, should we just read it? Yeah. I think I texted I just, her and I was like, should we just read it? I and she said, I just started yeah, it. Yeah. I had I just like, started it. I was like, all right. It's time. It's time. Yeah. You literally said, it's time. <laughs> it's, it's time. We need to. We bought these books. Let's do it. Yes. Where do I start? I don't know. Where do I start? Well, I I like how it started off um, with me because this it really is about a f- like a family and family dynamics, and so it immediately starts off with family dynamic um, when the main character Louise calls and tells her mom that or her parents that she is pregnant, and she kind of talks about what she expected them to do, and they ended up completely like doing the opposite of what she expected and it just immediately kind of shows the relationship without like really having to get a even a whole scene with yeah the no, parents immediately. it imme- you immediately understand understand the relationship she has with her parents i think that was very effective mm-hmm. because like i i feel like i know the mom and dad mm-hmm. very well and yeah. they're not really obviously sorry they die like right yeah. off the bat um, and we get to obviously evolve with Louise and Mark, but, um, I feel like I know the parents. I feel like I know the entire family, yes, which same. is so cool. Like mm-hmm. it, the extended family and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think twisting something like grief into a horror comedy, he did it like perfectly, perfectly. Yeah. Um, so Louise, you know, goes back to, Charleston in her childhood house with Mark and her family and mm-hmm. all of these old feelings come rushing yeah. back and, and the, the scene where she finds out that she gets the call from Mark that her parents have died oh my god it was so it got me like yeah. I was I was tearing up I was it's horrible it was picturing the call myself like it was taking mm-hmm. me there um which just i mean it really puts you into the book into the story yes really. and oh my gosh right off that bat from then you hate mark <laughs> you hate mark yeah you just are like you can't even really hate him because you're just like dude come on he's the like worst. get your life together please get Again, your life together him writing men just like yeah he's the worst <laughs> literally the worst the worst but you Again, you see them evolve and mm-hmm. their you see their relationship from the beginning when it starts and they just butt heads so much. You can tell Mark is kind of just in it for the money and yeah. he wants to get his bag and he wants mm-hmm. to move and on with his life. He seems so cold about the whole thing. He yes. seems so very like it's whatever. Like But then they have the funeral. Yeah, they have the funeral. And the funeral is like and she like lets him plan it she's gives up and she tries like, to be like the bigger person after they had a right. fight and she's like she's you like, can fine. you can Just plan, plan the funeral it's fine and he like invites all of his mom's puppet friends and it's just this, this like, like a puppet crazy convention. 
experienced all these puppets like and but i could picture it and i could picture just being like what the yeah is going on yeah but it was so sweet because like louise was crying she was like this is exactly what they would have wanted mm-hmm. this is what mom and dad would have wanted they would have wanted the puppets here and everything yeah and they like finished it off with like rainbow connection at mm-hmm. the end of the funeral or whatever with the puppets and singing it. yeah like it's so funny it really is like it's it's pretty ridiculous it's pretty ridiculous it's ridiculous but it's not and that's like, actually I love scary how it really merges yeah. grief that too with like the grief. reality of grief with this like kind of ridiculous um situation that's happening yeah it's also a lot of sprinkled in like oh that's a little weird type Mm -hmm. things like when she first goes into the house she's like okay this is exactly how it was left but my mom left her purse yeah and there's like a hammer on the ground there's a hammer on the ground his crutch is here yeah like it's just a little off and then she's like i'm pretty sure i put that doll over here you know it's just little things that you can rationalize Mm -hmm. and i definitely would i'd be like oh she was in a hurry to leave she forgot her purse or whatever um, but you know, eventually you realize what's going on. Um, another thing that I loved about this was when they were going to sell the house and they got her cousin to come it was her cousin, right? Yeah. And they were going to appraise the house and they go through it. And Louise is like, Oh my gosh, it's like, things are getting weird. And she's going to think that this house is horrible. She's not going to let us sell it. All these dolls are creepy, whatever. And the whole time she's like, oh, it's very nice bones. Mm-hmm. Like beautiful. If we did this, this, this and uh, blah, blah, blah. So at the end when she's like, okay, so like how much do you think we can get for it? She's like, well, you have a haunted house. Yeah. Like she just straight up she, says it. Yeah. She's like, and, there's something off about this house. And every single person who comes in here is going to know something's off. So you got to fix that first. And then, like, call me. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that. Like, we didn't mm-hmm. have to go through the, nobody believes me. Yeah. My house is oh, haunted. Gosh, you're right. Thank God. I we mean, just. Louise kind of had to, had to, she annoyed me a little how she kept being like, no, like, you literally saw these, like, squirrels <laughs> attack you that were in this, like, uh, taxidermy thing. Yeah. She, like, taxidermy too. And they literally attacked you. And. They were not just rabbit squirrel, uh, squirrels. You literally have scratches on your stomach. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, she was a long time coming around to yeah. it. But no one else had it, no one else had to be convinced, which usually it's the main character and everyone else has to be convinced. But yes. I kind of like that it was just the main character that had to be convinced and everyone else already believed. Yes, which I loved. I loved that. I thought that was hilarious. Um, just like we accept it. Like yeah. it's haunted. It's a haunted mm-hmm. house. And you're like, awesome. Um, but I guess it's kind of like her, her trauma that she does uncover later on too. And it takes, it kind of takes that to uncover, like to fully believe what's going on Mm -hmm. and how crazy it all is. Um, and that's very like horrible, like Mm -hmm. what happened and the trauma she has to, um, remember and relive. Yeah. And then you uncover more family trauma, more family trauma. And it's, yeah. And that happens like Mm -hmm. when especially when people die like they're like nobody's here to keep the secrets no it's like it's this story is how i like this one older person was gonna tell it it doesn't matter what the truth was this is how they're gonna tell it and then that's the legacy that they passed down yes and then it's never known Mm -hmm. and then it kind of comments on how keeping those secrets isn't always fair to the people that it affects Mm -hmm. and in this case they were keeping the secret of the death of a kid and that kid ended up being the spirit of this 
haunted. The, yes, the main villain. Yes. Which we haven't talked about, but oh, that's Pumpkin. <laughs> the little puppet, uh, hand puppet, clown-like oh doll. Oh my gosh. I can just imagine it. I can too. And the way it like, it uses it, This actually brought hands. up my love. Like, I had a puppet that I like. Was, uh-huh. Like, I loved that puppet. And now I'm like, what happened to that puppet? Like, I've never seen it again, and I'm scared. But, <laughs> Did yeah. Did you bury it in the backyard? Probably. Yeah, Pupkin would control the person. And it also, but it hands. also moved on its own, too. Yes. Mm. Very creepy. Terrifying. Pupkin was creepy. Um, and we got a lot of backstory with Pupkin. Pupkin is the main... Villain. The main villain, the main kind of focus of the whole story, mm-hmm. too. And you almost are like... Pumpkin just doesn't know. Like, he just wants to be. Pumpkin is. He just wants to be loved. I know. It is kind of. It's like. He is a villain and he's evil and he's awful and he's gross. But really, like, he's just like a little dude. I mean, he has the, like, personality of a little kid. I don't Mm -hmm. want to give anything away. Um, Oh, I did. Oh. We'll have to cut that. Oh, well. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Um, There's also very. Some. uh, Similar to the Southern Book Club, very visceral things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, aka a needle in the eye oh my gosh when that happened that was I, and she I, was like i, I need to go to the hospital i had to read it twice i was like did it, me too did her me did too. she just get a needle shoved into me her eyeball because i was like there's no way and she's I still functioning like, could, i was like my 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 shoulders were up to my ears i was like that's i can't and they just went to waffle so house i hate stuff with eyes yeah I hate it i hate it I hate and they just went to waffle house like yeah. no big deal and her eyes like leaking like oh my uh, gosh horrible ew, it was awful yes very visceral <laughs> but, good. <laughs> but good very visceral um i just like how a lot of this just like hinges on imagination mm-hmm. too and like the joy of childhood mm-hmm. playing and how that follows you into adulthood in some yeah. way sometimes it can haunt you sometimes it can help you um and i think that was also beautiful too and how she's a mother and she you know just want to protect her kid yeah. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was kind of like almost like a, di- well, each, uh, there's each section is divided into the, um, into the different stages of grief. Yes. Which was very cool. Yeah. And so it was almost like, it wasn't like, it was a little bit over halfway um, where it felt like a, like a different book mm-hmm. again, yeah. which was cool. I actually really liked, sometimes I don't like that and mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah, I agree. I slay this book. I slay this book too. Slay, slay, slay. I was very happy. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, me too. I was like, I hate that. I love it so much because I wish it was signed. <laughs> yeah. But oh well. Oh well. Maybe I wasn't going to stay. Day. Maybe next time I'll like bring my personal fan. Yeah, we'll just we'll have to be bring more our prepared. comfy shoes. Prepare. Get a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And know that like this guy's popular. We're gonna be we, waiting. And now he's gonna be even more popular. I know, because it's uh, it's gonna have TV shows and stuff, TV shows and movies. Really, I think Final Girls is supposed to be a TV show. Maybe, maybe it'll be a maybe better it'll be TV better. show. Maybe I'll like it. Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to watch that and review it when it comes out. Yeah, we will. Maybe. I love that. Well, all right, all right. Well, that was our review of Grady Hendrix and his books, um, and our thoughts on them. To recap. Read a Southern Book Club. Read, read how, how to, to Sell a Haunted House. house. Read, read my, my best, best friend's, friend's exorcism. exorcism. Read the Don't others read the other if you want. <laughs> They're fun. They're fun. They're okay. If you want to read his whole bookography, is that what it's called? I don't know. Oh, 
Do you want to read his whole, all his works? Collection. His works. Yeah, sure. Um, it wouldn't be hard to catch up yeah. before he releases another yeah, one. Yeah, I go for it. Hopefully I, soon. I, yeah, I will, I'll look forward to his next his next book. Yes. So. I'll read all of them. Yes, me too. And unfortunately, we didn't get to meet him, but we'll try again. And he seems like a nice guy. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for watching and listening watching and listening watching again. and listening to this podcast uh, episode two of season two how yes, exciting very exciting um you can follow us on instagram at slash and slay pod on tiktok 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 at slash and slay pod and now you can subscribe to our youtube at slash and slay pod so subscribe to us follow us talk to us all the things tell us what you thought of his books maybe if you, you liked one of them that we didn't vice versa yeah we'll argue with you about it i'll probably won't argue very hard because i'm very easy to convince so maybe (laughs) by next week final girls will be my favorite book ever (laughs) if you convince me if you can convince them i love that book won't take much can't even tell you who the main character's name is um lynette lynette i just that just popped in my head good for you thank you you remembered i'm smart all right guys stay tuned next week love you something new Bye. bye